welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wanting the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and for today's episode, well, I decided to bring on a good friend that I've been wanting to bring on for a while. And the conversation we had today, well, something tells me you're going to love it. Today's guest is Feral Starweaver, a digital artist, VTuber, and silly little guy with an amazing presence that he brings to his community. Like I said, Faye was one of those that I've been wanting to bring on for a while. And so finally getting uh, a chance to figure something out, sit down with him, have the conversation I knew we were going to have, and then some. Because trust me, just based on the length alone, you know it's going to be an incredible conversation. If you enjoy Faye, make sure you support him with the links down in the description below. Especially the merch shop. And you'll see why in just a second. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Leave five stars wherever you can. I see that stuff, and I absolutely love it. If you want to go a little bit further with that support, how about being an official patron of the PMAP Patreon today? We've got two incredible members with Jacob Ragland and Wiley Coyote being content connoisseur, and for as little as $1 a month, you can get incredible stuff like bonus episodes, including the brand new bonus episode from last week's guest, Chimera Bunny, talking all about their indie animated pilot in process called Polywog. So if you want to see that bonus episode and more, you should be a part of the Patreon today for as little as $1 a month. And hey, look, if all you want is a cool, calm, casual place to where you can meet some of the artists that I brought on the podcast or just be a part of an incredible community of growing artists, maybe you should consider being a part of our Discord server, the Artist Sanctuary. We've already developed an eclectic group of incredible artists and such, sharing their art, sharing memes, having a fun time all together, and you'd be a wonderful addition to that today with the link down in the description below. But now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. I I've, uh, I've had a productive, that's a lie. I've just had a, <laughs> an easy day. No, that's good. I was going to say, I remember I saw the, I, I saw your like uh, alert because I'm in your server or whatnot. I saw the alerts like, yeah, no stream today because I'm doing something super secret. Yes, super <laughs> secret. I've been keeping this a secret. I've had, uh, I think the only people that know are my uh, partner and my roommate. Well, so you're doing a better uh, job than I am because I've told like a few people here and there. <laughs> oh, well, hey, I mean, that's that's totally fine. I just wanted to keep it a secret. I've had a lot of people from my community who watch your podcast and they're like, Faye, when are you going to be on post podcast? And I'm like, this is for them. Keeping it a secret is for them. Okay. You know what? Fair <laughs> enough. Understandable. I was going to say, I think, to be fair, the only people I may have told is like, I know I told Rocco because I just told them a minute ago whenever I was in their server. And then... Mm -hmm. I, did I tell Sasha? I don't remember if I told Sasha or not. Well, Sasha just DM'd me, so maybe you told Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> just a totally random meme, but it was just perfect timing, you know? <laughs> Sasha is mysterious like that, just, just appearing yes. when you least expect her. She really is. It's great. I love Sasha so much. Oh, my God. I, I could go on for days just bragging about Sasha. Because I, I don't know if you remember, but like a while back, she actually helped me out with like a, a segment for the podcast. Uh, did, a, did a little part for it. 
yeah, that's so cool. It was for uh, the the Skull Hair Studios ep- episode. Uh, we were talking about like the characters, and there's like a certain character that they're keeping like quiet, like they're they're teasing it for their audience or whatnot. And oh. like and like the way that they like hit at the character and like you know like text documents or whatnot. I'm like, so it needs to be like this mysterious, ominous, like glitchy appearance or whatnot. Almost like Ooh, an, Sasha's perfect I was, I was for gonna, that. I was gonna say almost like an analog horror kind of thing. Now, who would I yeah. know would be perfect for an analog <laughs> horror editing style? Who do I know? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. And she. You're wearing the shirt. Of course, I'm wearing the shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold I, on, wait. Maybe I can put the shirt on. <laughs> well, like, see. Like, like if I'm going to bring you on the podcast and have a wonderful conversation with you, I've got to rep the homie. Like it, you gotta it, add the shirt. If nothing else, like hey, it's part of the conversation because I know we're gonna definitely bring up merch at some point. So, oh yeah, me. I'm trying to find it, uh, so I can add it. <laughs> I have my original version, which is orange, actually. Oh, interesting. But I didn't like how the orange looked on actually printing it. Mm, so okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Let's see, it's a little different. Okay. Oh, it looks. <laughs> It looks so there. funny. There we go. There we go. It's backwards. No, I mean, to be fair, for me, it, it looks backwards on my screen. That's just how. Okay, okay. It just looks like that. Okay. It just looks like that. Like, okay. For me, I see it perfectly just saying I used to be worse with the, like, my boobs clipped through. Like, like, there it is. <laughs> I, I, I'm i sorry. I just can't help but love that. Just like, especially like if you'd gone with like originally that, like, I love this. Like, don't get me wrong. I absolutely yeah. love this. But if you'd gone with that, that would just been a meme at the end of the day. That's all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the orange. Uh, it would have been so funny. The, the orange with the impact font. I mean, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but, I'm, I, but I'm glad you went with this one with the more stylized handwriting S font or whatnot and just like the yeah you know, i just love it <laughs> yeah i i uh i used um do you want to know the name of my font please yeah yeah sure go ahead gay goo <laughs> okay now you just pulled had... my leg <laughs> no it's titled gay goo so <laughs> you've got gay goo all over your shirt <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> all right <laughs> That's why I had to, I had to I had to do that. It's it's once you know the context, it's way funnier than the impact font. You know what? Actually, I I will gladly rep having gay goo all over my chest. Gay um, goo! <laughs> Let's go. As I said, I never thought I'd ever utter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm good for. Yes, I have to ask in all seriousness though, like who do you go through for your merch? Because I'm not joking when I say this is the most comfortable shirt I've ever worn. Really? In all seriousness. Okay. Thank God. I, I, I use fourth wall, uh, fourth but wall. you can choose the different types of shirts that you that you like can get them printed on. Mm-hmm. And I got it printed on comfort colors, which okay. is ironically enough, uh, my high school was huge and we had so many clubs. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of my teachers was like the organizer of the clubs. And I remember hearing her like screaming at someone on the phone. She's like, we are not settling for less than comfort colors. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why I had to pick that shirt because I was like, she would not be screaming like well, I, I otherwise, de- right? I definitely, because here's the thing, I've been really wanting to get away from my merch shop that I use because I use Teespring because that was like the first one that was convenient for me or whatnot. And yeah, it, it the, the thing that infuriates me the most is they, they recently added like a hat studio, like not too long ago, uh, which I thought was cool. Like, hey, you'll get some 
you know, get some of the podcast hats or whatnot, you know, with the cool little designs and stuff on it. Yeah, you're right. That's cool. Yeah. Here's the thing. Every single time someone would order a hat, they would take it down because of their system uh, going for like copyright claims. Like I'm selling someone uh, some other design or something like that. This what? hat. Yeah. This hat right here, which is an original design that I commissioned an artist for or whatnot. You can't buy on the shop anymore because it got taken down and I appealed it and they never appealed it. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, pardon my French here, that's dog shit. I was gonna say, hey, don't worry about your French or whatnot. If you've listened to the podcast, you know that I do not give a flying fuck when it comes to swears. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Um, but, well, it's, you know, it's your house, yeah, so. Yeah, it's my house. Kick your feet back, relax, and enjoy the fuck up. Let's go. Um, Hell yeah, let's go. But, but my yeah, no. are clipping. <laughs> But back to what I was saying, yeah, get rid of this I, shit. I've been mean to get a new merch shop because, again, with just that, like, because I love that hat. I love the designs that I have on my shop or whatnot. But, like, it, if it, like, takes forever and the quality's kind of meh or whatnot, like, if I can go for better, I right. want to go for better. Right. Yeah. No, I definitely recommend Fourth Wall. I actually, um, one of my community members, um, the, actually, it was uh, Monty Moel, right? She hey. ordered a shirt. She got two of them in the mail. Mm-hmm for the price of one and then but another community member of mine ordered a shirt didn't get my shirt got some random person's shirt Interesting. and yeah so we finally contacted like support about it and they're like what they freaked out they were so worried about like messing up that they just told this community member like just just keep that shirt give us your shipping address we'll get you the new one like no problem well, there you go so they've been really good they've been really really good okay Okay, like I said, I definitely got to get in touch with them and, yeah, like, look at their stuff. Because, again, if I'm getting, like, this quality of shirt and I'm hearing, like, good yeah. stuff about their, like, customer support like that, like, I need to hop on board that train. Yeah, Fourth Wall is really great. They're adding new stuff all the time, too. I totally recommend Let's them. Let's go. Uh, yeah, and I think that you could – right now you can just, like, email them or – you don't even have to email. You can just make an account. Um, you just have to get, like, your account verified to right. make sure that – nobody's pretending to be you mm -hmm. um and then yeah it, it's pretty simple i know that whenever um snap also has fourth wall mm -hmm. uh but snap had been emailed whenever they were first starting but now i think it's open so anybody can make a store now okay okay so it's really cool i'll definitely have to to get in touch sometime within the next week or so because again like i said good good quality good customer support that's all i can ask yeah yeah there you go good stuff all right, Faye, before we really get going, I must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast, if I may. Let's say you get to go to a desert island on your own accord. It is just you, alone with your thoughts. You get to kick back, relax, breathe, enjoy yourself a little bit with accommodations. You're not stranded on an island. You just, it's, it's oh, a, okay, it's okay, that's important. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it's, not, it's not like I'm literally putting you on just like a random, like, sand Where did you thing. do that post? <laughs> Like, like it, it, it's more of like a resort, like a little vacation spot. You, okay. it, it's, it's your own personal vacation or whatnot. To help make sure you don't go completely batshit crazy on this island, you can bring one piece of media or one piece of art with you to help with whatever kind of mentality you want on this island, whatever vibe you want to try to go for. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? One piece? Mm-hmm. One piece. Oh, like the actual One Piece? Yeah, it'd be One Piece. <laughs> okay, okay. Any particular reason? <laughs> just, just because, just because um, of the, the 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 way I worded it, or like, is it no, actually? Like, no, okay. no. I actually, um, I've been really shy about talking about this lately, but I've gotten really super into One Piece. Okay. There's a lot of parts of it that like 
God, they really, really fucking hit home. And it's been, I, I'm like ashamed I didn't start it sooner. Um, <laughs> it's so good. It's so impactful. There's been moments like I'm only like 60 episodes in. No, I'm like only like 30 episodes in. I've probably cried two or three times. It's so good. I mean, I can only imagine. I mean, obviously, I I could see why you probably waited as long because it's always a daunting task to hear like what over a thousand some odd episodes, something like that, like way more than that, just to even like scratch the surface of it or whatnot. Like, it's not something that you could just easily jump into and like easily invest yourself in. Well, it was okay. So this is probably a bad impression for people watching here, but um, I'm actually like a huge bit. <laughs> was just really annoyed by everybody telling me like oh watch this do this like and mm. if anybody ever tells me like they're okay it's all on how they phrase it if they had said like Faye, i really think you'd enjoy one piece i would be like fuck yeah let's do it but when people tell me you have to watch this you have to play this game mm. i won't do it even if i know i'll like it i'm not doing it because you told me to do it right right just good <laughs> I, this is gonna sound weird to me it's probably the wrong way to word it but like sometimes it seems almost like pretentious or whatnot like dude you have to absolutely watch yes! this <laughs> no i told exactly or like um i started playing final fantasy um after years of people telling me to play it mm -hmm. and i got so mad at everybody because they're like oh you can do this or you can do that and it's like stuff i don't care about <laughs> and they didn't even tell me that i could like full send fishing or like stuff i actually care about yep there you go and it felt more so like people were saying you need to do this because i like this thing not because i think you would have genuine interest in it right. and that showed because nobody suggested you know, One Piece or Final Fantasy for reasons that I would enjoy it, just for reasons that they enjoy it. That you, that they recommended to you because they enjoy it and they want someone else yes. to enjoy it with them. Yes. Yeah. Which is, is not a bad thing. I love right. watching stuff with my friends, even if I have not a lot of interest in, in the thing. It's spending time with friends. Mm -hmm. But if it's something that is so long and you want me to watch it on my own time, like homework, that's different. That's different. As well as I would, I would complain more about people wanting to, to like invest in something as long as like One Piece, whatnot. But I'm a wrestling fan. Sometimes you need years of history just to understand yeah. why a match is so significant. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, to be fair, there are there are like Spark Note versions of it, but that's a whole entire another rabbit hole. <laughs> right? Yeah. But nevertheless, One Piece. That is your answer. You're locking that in. That's my. I'm locking it in. I mean, hell, we've just talked about how long it is. Surely there's <laughs> enough to get through. I mean, absolutely. I'd like draw in the sand. <laughs> One piece fan art. There you go. Hey, hey, hey. As, as long as yeah. uh, I think that would probably be the best place for One Piece. One, uh, exactly. Fan art, considering like the, the setting of One Piece, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it, it perfect place to watch it, too. There you go. There you go. But nevertheless, I think that is a perfect way to start the postmodern art podcast welcome everyone i am your host nathan ragland uh feel free to like share subscribe or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer you can support the podcast on patreon go to patreon.com slash pmap and follow us on instagram twitter inkblot all social medias at postmodartpod for future updates and guest announcements including today's guest <clears throat> He is a digital artist, VTuber, and silly little guy whose presence cannot be denied. Welcome to the podcast, The Aspect of Loved, Pharaoh Starweaver! Hello, 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 hello! Hello! hello. <laughs> oh. 
going all over the place. <laughs> well, good. That is the energy I was certainly hoping for, hoping for for this episode. How are you doing oh, today, yeah. Faye? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. I had uh, carrots and turkey for lunch, so I'm go. going crazy. There you go. I think what did I have for lunch? I think I just had I had corn dogs for lunch. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was like it was like jalapeno cheddar corn dogs or whatnot. So, oh, yeah. hello, so, fancy shit. <laughs> I know, overly fancy over here. But, <laughs> oh, but, yeah, tighten the tie. <laughs> but before we really <laughs> divulge into our powder, why not? I just want to firstly say thank you so much for taking the opportunity to be here. Um, I know you have said many wonderful praises on the podcast, and I've obviously noticed you as an artist for a while now. I knew it was only a matter of time before you know we we crossed that bridge and made it a reality. So, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Uh, I'm so excited to be here. You have no idea. I, I can only imagine. I'm sure we'll probably divulge it to some point. But before we really divulge it to the stuff you're making now and the opportunities you're getting like here on the podcast today, I want to go back just a little bit and learn more or less the origin story of Faye. What got you interested in art in the first place? Um, shit. Um, okay, so I think the first like time I made art I was in my grandparents' house, and my grandma had Play-Doh, mm -hmm. and, like, you know those, like, cookie cutters? Yes. So she had those, and we made a little zoo. Oh. And there were animals that we wanted, but we didn't have cookie cutters for. Mm -hmm. So she got me out some baking sheets, and she had me draw whatever animal I wanted. It looked like shit, <laughs> um, because I was, like, five, <laughs> and she cut those out. And she she cut the cookie dough to match the blob of an animal that I had made. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we baked it. And so we had these hard little Play-Doh animal things <laughs> in our like zoo all over the kitchen table. Mm -hmm. And from there, I don't think I stopped. Well, that if nothing else, that's certainly a good start having that kind of like visual <laughs> aspect and like hands on, you know, uh, yeah. uh, creativity, just like flow more than anything else. Like, was that something that your grandma more or less like always kind of encouraged with you just having that creativity flow? She encouraged everything in me. Um, she was my best friend. And I, I don't think I would be the person that I am today without her. She encouraged me so much, even if it was just like something I, I don't think she ever said anything negative to me ever. Even even when scolding me, she would encourage me to do better instead of just saying like you did bad. Right. And so I think that that is why I fell in love with art so much is just because just that one little like praise of like these these look pretty good. You could you could do better. I bet you can. Do you want like animal books and then you can practice on those? Like she just gave me the tools to be able to work towards being better with everything, not just with art, but definitely started my my journey with art i think that is incredible to hear to have that kind of like love <laughs> love and nourishment for art like that yeah. just in general like right there from the start um yeah when did it go from just being like this this general love that you had like as a connection with like grandma or whatnot to a passion and then wanting to make it like your career so um neopets neopets Neo okay neopets uh and pokemon neopets and pokemon okay. combined were what really made it crazy um that's when i started you know i was one of those kids that brought like the the pokedex like bound book to yes. class and i met another kid his name's caleb i don't know where he is now but i don't think he knows the impact he had on me either okay is he taught me how to like trace like official pokemon art mm -hmm. so that i could learn the shapes 
And then we would do like a challenge where we were like, how many can you draw without the Pokédex? And we're like, how many can you do this? And we just challenged each other to to be able to make those shapes better and, and make better art without some sort of like visual aid or without tracing, which a lot of artists start out doing. I, I hate the negative idea around tracing. That's how you learn anatomy. That's how you learn shapes. It just, mm-hmm. it's just what you do, but it got really like vilified. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's how weird the, the art community can be at times. Or yeah. whatnot. It's like they take something that starts off so genuine or whatnot, or something that like is a foundation for people's art. And then they find a way to vilify it sometimes. Like it, it's, it's right. weird. Like it's at least yeah. in like certain pockets of the community. It's not the whole community, but yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so, um, I started drawing Pokemon. I actually didn't have that much fun with like drawing gen one designs because I thought that they were really simple, which was the whole reason for their designs. They wanted them to be, drawable for kids mm-hmm. um and uh neopets i liked the idea that everybody could have this like i could have the base right and but everybody could have a different neopet mm-hmm. so then i started drawing like these fake like creatures like making little adoptables and i cut out like mm-hmm. pieces of paper and i told my grandma i was like you can buy my characters if you give me this little piece of paper back <laughs> so I like gave her money and made her buy my art from me with the money I gave her. <laughs> and I, I was like, but you can only win. take one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is just a win. And um, and World of Warcraft probably also okay. um, started the idea of like making things for money. I um, um, it wasn't until I got really into Warrior Cats that I actually posted mm. my art online. Okay. Um, my very first piece of art that I posted online was in, uh, I can actually pull it up. Um, I pulled it up the other day cause I thought it was interesting. Okay. It was in November of 2010, I think was the first time I posted art online. That does, um, I'm sorry, but in my head, that doesn't seem that long ago. It doesn't I'm... seem like that long ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. November 20th, 2010. I can put it in the, the general chat. This was my first ever piece of digital art and it was a warrior cat fan art. Okay. But like one thing I just wanted to say right off the bat is something that I've noticed almost immediately with how you're talking about like the certain things that inspired art or whatnot with the zoo animals and then Neopets, the Pokemon, the warrior cats, you seem to have an affinity towards animal just saying. So what was, Oh, a hundred percent. Is there like a, a certain thing in your head that just kind of clicks whenever you like, what is it about animals that creatively like gets you going? Um, okay. Uh, how do I, I hope this isn't awkward when I say this, but, um, autism. (laughs) Okay. Um, I, for a really long time, saw myself, like, closer to animals, not because I'm autistic, but because I had, like, a a huge interest in them. I Mm -hmm. just, I struggled to understand a lot of people, and so I would think about animals. Like, when I was a kid, I told my sister she wasn't my sister, but our dog was my sister, because I felt closer to our dog. Like... So whenever I thought about drawing myself, I thought about drawing animals. Okay. Uh, and I'm actually not realizing that until just now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just felt closer to, to silly animals that weren't people. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just, I liked drawing them. A lot of people said that drawing animals was hard, but I felt like it just came naturally to me. Right, right. I mean, like, you know, for some people, like, 
it's not like every single artist is the same kind of artist. You know, everyone has like there's some right. people that draw humans like almost immacul- immaculately, like they're looking at a photograph, and some people just like drawing silly little animals, just doing silly little stuff or whatnot, or like serious stuff. Like I'm looking at this warrior cat, you know, fan art or whatnot, and like considering the fact that I can only imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, I can only imagine how young you were whenever you probably did this or whatnot, like you know, 13 years ago or whatnot. So I was 12. You were 12. Like, 12 years old? I was old? 12. Doing something like that? Like, that's honestly, like, pretty <laughs> impressive. Like, especially seeing, like, some of the details with, with like, the, the, the fur, like, you know, sw- swoops or whatnot. And, like, the, the, the eye, like, rough but still, like, fairly detailed or whatnot. That's honestly really good for a, a 12-year, yeah, 13-year-old art piece. Oh, I was so proud of it. I was so proud of it. And still, like, today I look back and I think I, I remember how happy I was when I made it. It was on a trackpad on my mom's, uh, like, laptop. Like, I was just... I couldn't do that. I could not do that today because I'm so far removed from using trackpad and, like, right. my hands for art. <laughs> so it's crazy to look at that and be like, I, I can't make that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're looking at the little, little trackpad or what. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how did the fuck did I do that in the first how place? Did I, <laughs> how did I do that? How did I do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but that's awesome, though. And I, I appreciate that, like, again, like, especially when it comes to like the animals and stuff like that like that seemed to be like the thing that creatively like pushed you along more than anything else and like i'm imagining that's probably what led you to like certain opportunities or whatnot you know being able to do like digital art like full on like i see the first piece that you did so what more or less pushed you to keep going down that path as a way to like potentially make money and stuff so i kept making warrior cat art for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know a lot about like um, Warrior Cats, like like maps, like uh, multi-animator projects, but those were a huge inspiration for me. And it I was... wasn't until I... Hmm? No, I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm vaguely aware of them, partially because I know that's what inspired a good bit of people for a previous episode that I've had with the Warrior Cat animated people. Um, yes. Like, like, I know a lot of them got inspired through like maps like that or whatnot. So yeah, I can tell, I can tell that they're a major influence on the artist community. Just huge. Yeah. And so I actually got the chance to co-host a map, um, where I was able to help organize people in my mind. I don't think I did a lot, but taking a lot of like responsibility off of planning off of an artist's shoulders, I think did help more than I gave myself credit for at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what did it for me was it, what I, it wasn't doing the work. It was looking at the final video and seeing my username in the credits that I lost <laughs> my shit. And I was like, wait, that's me. <laughs> I, this has to happen more. <laughs> I've got to be in people's credits. <laughs> that, 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 like, it doesn't seem like it's much just like a couple little bit of text that just spells out your name at the end of a project or whatnot but like something about that like clicks in your head gives you that like dopamine rush of like oh my god i did this i actually did that yeah i started doing um i i didn't get into animation i really that's that's my little secret dream i hope to someday i've done like um i've done full storyboards that will never see the light I'll never put them to music. I'll never post it. I've got sticky notes upon sticky notes. I have like an 800 page um, art book um, full of storyboards for projects that will never be finished. Uh, and I hope someday I I stick to doing something and I make it. Um, okay. But I started making adoptables. Okay. 
for like warrior cats and like <laughs> came up with the names and the designs and you can buy this for 50 cents and it, <laughs> and it was like a full character with full background and character design was something that I just really fell in love with and it went from just making like 50 cents on DeviantArt to uh, drawing on Tumblr um that that really wanted that was when i decided it was like my dream to make a career off of art off of my little 50 cent adoptables well, there you go <laughs> like i'm gonna pay rent with these someday <laughs> Which, I, mean, to I gotta be... do a lot to make it but i'll get there <laughs> i mean to be fair you're not fully wrong i mean here you are now i'm not wrong <laughs> yeah and I'm it, actually doing what, like, my my dream, what I'm doing right now, I fulfilled my dream. And I, like, to be able to say that is so incredible. But I'm doing character design yeah. now. Like, that's what I do now. And I would not have it any other way. That's it's a perfect. That's a beautiful thing to hear. And we'll definitely talk more into that. But I do want to go back just a little bit, especially with, like, the, 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 no, 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 no. Trust me. Again, you're perfectly fine. Whenever I <laughs> said, remember what I said earlier? It's one of those, you're the one driving. I'm just along for the ride. I'm also the one with the map to the side of, like, okay, we, we, we need to get back and, you know, get to this, like, point <laughs> of that or whatnot. But back to what I was saying, like, especially when it comes to, like, the warrior cat and stuff like that, especially, like, hearing that's how more or less you got to – to grow like with DeviantArt, Tumblr, Twitter, whatnot. You're just hitting all of the uh, Crash Your Bird websites at some point, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. I also changed my username probably like looking back on it. Mm -hmm. I feel like hitting myself with a hammer like younger me, like just <laughs> like because of how many times I screwed myself over and managed to not actually screw myself over. Hmm. Like I probably changed my username six or seven times not actually changing my username making completely new account oh okay then i see yeah I like <laughs> totally screwing myself over and still managing to grow yeah which didn't make any sense that's impressive it's impressive when you think about the end of the day because like normally when someone like gets rid of an account like it's very hard to find them again and regrow yep. or whatnot and the fact that you've done it so yep. many different times i have to do nothing short but commend you more than anything Thank you. it's actually crazy one of my first warrior cat role play partners that i ever had on the internet mm -hmm. is in my stream every day hey okay, okay. like <laughs> they've just found me and we've been able to, to stick together i don't know what it is maybe i'm bad at hiding who i am or <laughs> well, maybe is it just that obvious hmm. cat boy on the internet finding a way to showcase like cat ears and stuff like that and probably show still showcasing the, their love you know his love for warrior cats and whatnot I, I i'm not saying that you're like a lighthouse for this kind of stuff but you're making it a little oh, easier to find. you're making it easier more than anything else to narrow down the options you know <laughs> oh yeah yeah i went by one username for probably five or six years okay and i actually whenever i started streaming on twitch i was that username and i didn't change until i full actually until last year okay. i've only been Faye for about a year and some change now well, there you go. There we go. And we'll oh, thank God, though. <laughs> thank God. No, no. Thank no God, joke. though. 
another thing that I noticed, like, you know, you're talking about, like, already, like, developing, like, this incredible, like, you know, community more, or, like, incredible companionship with, like, people that are, like, within the Warrior Cats or whatnot. I imagine being part of so many, like, communities or, like, really growing in these communities or whatnot led you to some opportunities to, like, really meet that community in one way or another. I imagine one of those ways is, like, going to conventions and something like that. Because that's one thing that I noticed when I was doing my research. You've been, like, you've actually moderated for some uh, conventions here and there? I've done um panels at panels. convention okay yeah yeah um so <laughs> from warrior cats went homestuck okay yep <laughs> and yeah and i was a homestuck cosplayer that's what kickstarted my love for cosplay okay um from from there i started drawing people because of homestuck mm-hmm. and um because I started doing cosplay, I did cosplay with a couple of my friends. We did some panels on how to cosplay on a budget. Okay. Um, Respect. This Respect. was like when Mad Max was huge, and we had uh, we had a, a comic that we were writing, and we cosplayed our comic characters, and it was insane mm. because people knew who we were, what? despite like only just being like this small comic that wasn't even. We didn't even post a single page. We just posted like character stuff and like memes that we made. <laughs> and people still like knew us, which is crazy. That just shows the power and... of the internet more than anything else. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Goodness, and I gotta say, like, especially like the 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 cosplay on a budget, like I can see how people like would go to want, want to go to a panel like that. But that also leads yeah. me to an interesting point that I didn't even write down or whatnot when it comes to like the cosplays or whatnot. I'm aware that you did some or whatnot, but let's also agree, cosplay could be an art form with how dedicated you have to be to like really like translate something like that. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, I think that cosplay should be way more applauded than it is. It is incredible. It's also some really incredible, also some really fucking insane people, but yeah. really incredible people in cosplay. <laughs> like, there are people who are so dedicated that they, like, get a fucking six-pack before they rule a cosplay character, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's crazy! the belief that any any person can cosplay any character um you don't have to have the same body type as the character you just have to just show love for your character that's what cosplay is and mm-hmm. people who really really show how they love a character is just really incredible i have to ask obviously again you've said you've you've done a few interesting cosplays as a couple of characters and whatnot do you have a personal favorite one that you think back and think jesus christ how did i how was i able to nail that um Probably, it was actually probably one of my first cosplays. It didn't, my overall, like, makeup or anything like that didn't look good. Um, But the props that I made were incredible. I cosplayed Nepeta from Homestuck. Okay. um, And I had uh, an issue that I saw a lot of people facing with their Homestuck horns where they they broke easily. Mm. So I went to my grandpa and I said, hey, I gotta make these things and these fuckers can't break. (laughs) And he went, Okay, and so we made homestuck horns out of fiberglass. Oh shit! Okay, you ain't fucking around. Okay, <laughs> I was not fucking around. And uh, he was like, he got so into making the horns that he was like, "What? What else? What else are we doing?" <laughs> and Nepeta had these these claws that came out, and so I made fiberglass claws. Fiberglass claws? What the fuck? <laughs> yes, 
we had to like dull them down because after we made them, I was like, oh, these aren't gonna get let into con security. No, you could probably Not murder a person with fiberglass I, claws. I, yeah, they hurt. They hurt really bad. And we we made it to where they were on a pair of gloves, so each claw was individual, and I can move it with my hands. Okay. And um, then that uh. So sorry for any Homestuck spoilers. If if anybody hasn't already <laughs> read it, it's it's like spoiling the first episode of Star Wars at this point. Like, are you? Is it really a spoiler? Mm-hmm. Um, the the week that I went to that convention was the week that Nepeta was killed in the comic, mm-hmm. and I was cosplaying her, and I realized that the moment before she dies, she she attacks someone with her claws. And I read the update and I went to my grandpa. I said, we got to we got to change our claws. And so we drilled holes in them and made it to where there were LEDs in them that shined purple. So we also painted some blood on them. So they shined with the blood color, of the character that she attacked. Oh, damn. OK. That night. <laughs> and the next day, the people who saw me the day before were like, what did you do? That? It was great. It was so much fun. Like, I'm seriously, like, impressed, like, just hearing all that stuff, especially, like, ad- you know, <laughs> like, adapt and conquer more than anything else when it comes to oh, yeah. like that. Uh, cosplayers were insane with the speed of things, too. It was crazy. I think cosplayers just in general are, like, impressed with either the speed of things or the level of detail with their stuff more than yes. anything else. Like, yeah. Like, I, I'll consider you the first person that I ever had to do professional cosplay or whatnot, but I need to get a person whose, like, whole entire life is just, like, dedicating themselves to, like, making, like, the coolest cosplay whatsoever. Because, like... Oh, are, I have some people I can recommend them. I, send them my way. Please do. I would I recommend will. it. I will. I'll let them know as well. Like, because seriously, like, you know, I, I again, I didn't even think about it until you brought it up, but, like, again, the amount of time, effort, and dedication people put to like just recreating a character that might not be seen like in that light in the first place or whatnot might only be illustrated just for like whatever medium they're from or whatnot. Like, right. That That's, I applaud people that dedicate themselves to that shit. It's a lot of fun too. It's, it's like, it also, if you have like a group that you're cosplaying with, mm-hmm. it's just mm, beautiful to get everybody. I want to do cosplay again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a little nervous to go to conventions. I mean, I I can understand that. I mean, like, what was it about conventions in the first place that really drew you to wanting to go to them, like, just in general? We're all fucking nerds. Yeah, fair enough. Valid. I, knowing, <laughs> knowing that I was not going to be the weirdest person there really got me. Mm-hmm. I was not going to be seen as, like, some sort of outsider or anything like that because... God, there was, there was art, there was music, there were cosplays, there were panels talking about how much they loved this thing. Like, people who really put their heart and soul into things. It was like the only, it was like the good side of fandom. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love. I still, to this day, I, I know the rep that fandoms get. But I think that there's a really good and nice way to engage in anything that you like. And, you know, you have to monitor it, of course. Yeah, yeah. But God, conventions were just the fun side of fandom. Yep, yep. And that's what I needed. Yep. And I mean, to be fair, I was. <clears throat> to be fair, it's not like you've ever wanted to stop going to conventions, like, really. I mean, precautions have to be made, obviously, for certain situations. Yeah. You can indulge in that if you want, but if not, I understand. But Oh, it's totally fine. I was going to say, like, because, you know, things more or less developed or whatnot, it kind of stopped you from going to conventions if you yeah. want to indulge on that. 
Yeah, I'm actually, I'm really excited. So uh, post, you and I were going to be able to see each other. Yep. Um, actually, it would have been this month. Um, it like it in a couple of days, actually. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I have some health issues and there was an instant near the convention that made it to where going to risking those health issues became a lot more risky. Right. And so we had to cancel, which I do still feel bad for. I know I shouldn't, but I do still worry. Um but I'm going to I'm going to TwitchCon. There you I've go. decided. There um, you go. You know, if going outside, if I get sick anyway, I might as well go outside for something I want instead of just going to go get the mail. There you go. <laughs> That's a good way of looking at it. And I was going to say, yeah. to be fair, when it came to that convention or whatnot, I'm not going to lie. That would have been my first convention because I have never been to a convention myself. So, and, and the, oh. the, be, before you say anything. Do not feel bad. Do not feel bad for me okay. or anything else. If I really was like really butthurt about the whole entire situation, do you really think I'd still bring you on the podcast afterwards? I mean, no, I don't think you would. Like, it, like that's that was my dream convention. I know. actually, and hope and ho I, hopefully maybe next year's convention when it comes around yeah. or within the next couple years or whatnot, you'll get an opportunity to do that because I sincerely want that mainly for you. Like for me, the only reason why I was mainly going was for you and the group. Like I, I, I yeah, you know, a lot of people were going. Yeah. And, and like, it was going to be so much fun. It, it would have been, and it's not, but also like, let's be honest when it comes to conventions, like I'm not saying this is a bad way. They're all saying, always fun. They're all always fun. Mainly with the friend group that you bring along more than yes. anything else. Um, yes, absolutely. Like the only the main reason why I wanted to go to this convention is because I knew we had that little friend group that was going to be going there. And one of the dreams I have for this podcast is I want to do an IRL episode. I want to do an episode to where like I talk in person with someone like right next to me instead of the the Discord thing. Don't get me wrong. Discord has helped me immensely with making these connections in the first place, and I would not be where I yeah. am without Discord. But come on, every every podcast wants that opportunity to have like a one on one conversation with a person oh. like right there. And I'm sure I'll get that opportunity at some point. I'm not like this podcast isn't going anywhere anytime soon. I will get that opportunity. That was just that just would have been the most convenient one for me in the short term future. <laughs> well, you know what you can do in the future? What can I do in the future? Is once the podcast, like, when, when, if you keep going the way you are, you're doing great. Mm -hmm. You can have a panel and you can have people sit in and listen to the episode of podcast. Yeah, no, that's something I, I, I want to do. Stuff. I yeah. want to have, like, a panel. I want to have, like, you know, especially at, like, a convention, like, just do, like, a live episode, like, in front of people or whatnot. Yeah, because I'll be honest, when it comes to the, the IRL episode, I hadn't even ironed out how it would even go down or whatnot. But I literally just, <laughs> it, it, it would have just been, like, either you or one of the other people in that group, whoever was down to do an IRL episode or whatnot, just, we would talk in the, in like maybe one of the hotel rooms and like, just get all the people that wanted to be involved with it <laughs> as kind of like the mini audience and like, just, just, just basically memeing it up. It was either going to be, oh my God. it was either going to be that, or I wanted to do a bonus. I had a bonus episode idea to where like, it would be set up almost kind of like, a reverse Eric Andre show in a way. Cause oh my God. To where like, I would have like you guys, whoever wanted to be involved in that would be like characters essentially, like would just be whoever they want. They come out and I have to ask questions, try to figure out what the fuck they're trying to do. And I want people to cause chaos. That is something I would love that to do. That would be point. so good. Oh my God. <laughs> that is something I would That'd love to do. That'd be good. <laughs> or like us all drunk, like on a hotel bed, like eating pizza, just talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. That would have been great. That would have been great. But, <laughs> but regardless, regardless, 
it's not like again it's not like conventions are going anywhere like there might be some right, that drop yeah. off but they're coming back yeah they are coming back especially you know yeah. now all this stuff is more or less like softening up although i would still be precautious i'd still wear masks and shit to that you know, yeah yeah for stuff. sure but aside from the point like the fact that you know there's always going to be connections and there's always going to be you know times where we're going to be able to connect as friends or whatnot which more or less leads me into the more current stuff that i want to talk about which i mean obviously the the one of the major friend groups that we've been able to make these days is with the VTuber community that you've really immersed yourself in or whatnot. I want to just start with just streaming in general. What got you interested in the prospect of live streaming in the first place? Okay, it's really embarrassing. Nothing is embarrassing really, when it comes to this no, podcast. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> Go on. It's really bad. Okay, so, um, you know, I mentioned Warrior Cats. There was mm-hmm. a official Warrior Cat forum. Okay. Oh my god, this is so okay. Post. I used to want to be you. You used to want to I, be me. I had a Warrior Cat Forum podcast. What? Yeah. Except I I think any any trans person can like really relate to this. I was so uncomfortable. I didn't want people to call me a girl, so I used a really shitty voice change. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole podcast sounds like this. <laughs> but it was me just like updating people like because there were you know role plays that everybody was like keeping tabs on so i would do like a brief here's what's happening in this role play um and then we would do like a and here's the gossip column and Mm. then like it was like a little newspaper podcast and it was a whole lot of fun and then from there um people i i had a friend um who on, on the forum who really struggled to sleep and so I told them once, like, hey, add me on Skype. Feel old. <laughs> add me on Skype and uh, I'll figure it out, but I'll, I'll find a way to, like, either talk you to sleep or whatever. And I ended up just, like, singing to them and they told me, you need to, like, do this. And so I created a little live stream account where there's no chatting, there's no nothing. It was just me singing people to sleep. Aww. And... That was probably, it was crazy because on average, there were like a hundred viewers. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> no, and that's how I shot myself in the foot, right? It's like, <laughs> I totally abandoned that and didn't do it again. And still to this day, I, I'm embarrassed about singing on stream. <laughs> so with that, I'd like to announce that the Postmodern Art Podcast is now becoming the Postmodern Sleepcast. Uh, I will start bringing on guests to spring on lullabies. Uh, we will help you guys out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go to sleep oh my god jesus i'm I'm sorry but i'm just impressed that yeah i was 14 you were 14 when you did that what the fuck maybe 13 actually it was before i started conventions so yeah i was like 12 13 okay so that's crazy shit that that is crazy shit i'm impressed more than anything else there's not first off there's nothing to be embarrassed about with like a previous podcast (laughs) idea that you have okay to be fair I'll indulge this. Before I started this podcast, like when I was still in college, I did a podcast with a friend of mine that I think he's actually appeared on the podcast itself. Episode 13 when I interviewed Joe Horn or whatnot. The guy's name, he goes by Tunes and Goons now if you guys are into like uh, gaming and stuff like that. He streams like Fortnite on like Facebook gaming occasionally on like Twitch or whatnot. Um, we like Fortnite. We like Fortnite. Yeah, we like Fortnite. <laughs> but- we like Fortnite. <laughs> But, like, he, he and I, back in college, because, again, I'm a huge wrestling fan, so we wanted to do, like, a weekly recap, like, wrestling podcast or whatnot. 
Um, That's awesome. Yeah, like it was it was fun. Although the way that we kind of had it set up, we were trying to like rush through like the two, getting through all the details of the two shows because he was really adamant on trying to keep it like to an hour or whatnot. To which I'm like, oh, with all the chaos that goes on with wrestling, there's no way we can condense it down to an yeah, hour. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, it is. It was more the, the the side stuff that we did though was the stuff that I had a lot more fun with because there was a concept that we toyed around with called like the the perfect 10 roulette to where like we would be given a question that we would do one choice from another and we would have 10 seconds to make the argument on why our opinion is the better argument or what oh that sounds fun it, it was fun it was it was fun it was obviously like cheap or whatnot the re- the podcast was called what the wrestling or whatnot it was only on youtube because i think he, i think he tried to upload to like Podbean, but it only allowed you to do it up to like 10 episodes and after that he didn't want to like pay for the service or whatnot which i don't blame him but like you know that's a long around way of just saying like, there's nothing to be embarrassed when it comes to like having a podcast beforehand. I can understand the voice changer thing. I can, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can get that, but I'm more or less glad that you're more comfortable with like how you present yourself these days or whatnot, especially, oh, yeah. especially since that, you know, once the, the fucking could have been lucrative lo- lullaby live stream channel, like kind of, you know, went away or whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Can you imagine like averaging a hundred viewers today or whatnot in today's climates where you can easily paid for that kind of shit or whatnot? Yeah. So it was crazy because I, um, I was just doing it like for one person Right. And I didn't ever look at the numbers because I didn't know how. <laughs> you were 14 <laughs> at the time. Until, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. And then it wasn't until my friend was like, hey, you know, there's a lot of people in there like last night. I was like, what? No. And she was like, there were like 112 people. And I was like, no, you're fucking with me. Somebody's <laughs> botting me or whatever. Like, whatever. And then I started getting comments like, I was still super active on the forums mm-hmm. and, and that's where I would post. I'd be like, Hey guys, good night. And that was like the sign of I'm going to start. And, um, also I was not supposed to be online at the time. So like I was being really quiet. I think it was more than ASMR thing. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, fair. Yeah. And, uh, cause like, I don't care how good you are. Whisper singing is not that good. And I was being really quiet. And I think it was just the idea that you're not alone. And I would also like say nice things about people and like, oh, hey, I noticed you're in here. I saw you said something funny earlier. Good shit. Keep it up. Mm -hmm. And it was just fun. And and it wasn't until people started recognizing my name on the forums that they were like, I was like, people are, oh, you weren't fucking with me. (laughs) I. I'm just curious because I have to ask this. I know you said you've like deleted and created like six different accounts or whatnot, but at least when it came to that particular account, was there a reason why you just got rid of Is there a reason why you just got rid of it or just, you know, you just didn't feel like keeping up with it or whatnot or. Um, there is, there is, I had a lot of shame about my voice. Mm. Um, I had a lot of shame and it was also a place where I was, so, okay, the Warrior Cat Forums was very strict, non-LGBT. You could not talk about being gay at all. What? Yes, you could not. That's, that's Period the end. You couldn't. It was rough. Weird. I got banned many, many times, and that was actually the formula for all my usernames. I, I told people, this is the formula I use. You will know it's me because I will use this formula and I will use this icon. Mm-hmm. And that's how people still knew it was me after I kept 
making and changing new accounts because I told people it was okay to be gay and I got banned. That I'm a so, lot. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's bullshit. Like, oh yeah, shit. it was fucked. That what it was f- fucked. And then they would do this and then turn around and say like, oh no, this character is gay, but they wouldn't talk about the, the character being gay in the books. It was it was it was absolute horseshit. And uh, so that's that's you know, uh, I got caught. My mom caught me being on these forums, and I had to delete the accounts to make sure she could not okay. figure out that I'm gay. Okay. And I was just so scared of like I'm fine to be out on the internet, but I don't know how how any of my family would have handled it. So it's better to lose everything that you've gained than to be in a dangerous situation. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I, I would like to at least hope that you know from that point you know you've hopefully are in a much safer place now. Oh yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Good. Good. Cause I imagine obviously like when you're putting yourself out there on the internet these days, especially like with how prominent you're putting yourself out there and whatnot. I mean, you, hope I would like to hope you're in a good, comfortable, safe place, especially when it comes to the VTubing aspect that I want to talk about. What got you yeah. interested in the idea of even VTubing as well? Cause obviously we heard the streaming origin story, but how about VTubing? Um, a couple people, um, I actually have a poster of one of them on my wall. Um, growing up, my sense of humor was almost entirely adapted because of Nyaners. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was just—I'm not going to gush about it too much. Um, I think she's incredible. Um, and then I also saw Iron Mouse. Okay. I'm a huge V Shoujo fan. Um, I'm a huge Iron Mouse and Nyaners fan, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing that somebody like me, somebody who is chronically ill, somebody who has to fight these diseases and has to go through all this stuff can still make it and still be happy and be thriving. That, whoa, that (laughs) meant so much to me. I always wanted to be an entertainer of some sort. When I was a kid, I wanted to, you know, make art. And then for a while I wanted to be a pop star, but you know, that doesn't happen. And my mom wouldn't get me singing lessons. So then I started playing guitar and then, my uh, grandma wanted me to sing in a band and then that didn't happen. And it's just mm. everything I thought I wasn't good enough to do. Iron Mouse and Neanders watching them do it made me realize I can do it. Yeah. And also Pinkberry. Pinkberry yeah. and Finji were finally the two that were like, what are you waiting for? <laughs> and uh, and I did it. I saw Pinkberry make a VTuber account and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. <laughs> and then And then I was like, holy shit, somebody I know is doing it. This isn't just for, like, famous people already. Like, mm. I like I can just do this. And and uh, I started and I haven't stopped. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I will say my personal opinion, you certainly started off with a great character. I mean, obviously, you know, for, <laughs> sorry to break the fourth wall for the people, but I am talking totally. to I'm talking to a virtual cat boy right now. So yeah. I have to know what made what sort of leads you more towards that as a way to represent yourself. Was it the the warrior cat influence more than anything else? <laughs> no, actually, um, oh. totally funny. Uh, this character that you're looking at. Um, has been my warrior, no, it's not warrior, sorry, my World of Warcraft character. I started okay. as my WoW character. Um, okay. That's where my name came from. I wanted to be a druid who could turn into a cat. That that That's definitely from the warrior cat thing. That's definitely there. <laughs> um, 
And I've always wanted ears and a tail. When I was a kid, my sister would torture me by telling me that mom had my tail cut off at birth. So, like, I've always wanted a tail. <laughs> it, like, I got in trouble for climbing my mom's closet because my sister was like, it's on the top shelf. Oh, and no. I just would not stop. Over months, my mom had to, like, drag my ass out of her closet because I was like, I know it's in there. <laughs> And uh, I just wanted a tail and I wanted ears. And I don't know. I think hopefully a lot of people can relate to that. But mm -hmm. I had my wow character and, you know, they were a druid. They could turn it into a cat. And I, you know, started drawing my character. And um, then I was like, oh, shit. Well, this is me. Yep. Like, it just clicked. And people IRL have started calling me Faye, by the way. Oh, wow. Like, really? like. Like, this is, like, just a name that, like, I go by. Like, mm -hmm. it is so close to my identity. Um, I I don't really put on, like, a character, really. It's it's just me. Yeah. And, but the design, originally, I, I designed off of um, World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. The idea that I want to turn into a cat and other animals, I guess. Um, that's That's been lost through the, the redesign. Um, just turn into a cat. I've uh, got my my big fuck off tail here, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, it just just the design. I've always wanted like cat ears, a tail. It's just and elves are hot. So what, what am I supposed to do? Not be an elf? I don't think so. You know oh what? Oh my god! I'm not gonna deny that statement. Yeah, elves are hot. <laughs> the, the only thing I just have to point out, I know this is probably, like, I don't know if it's more or less a meme why it's like this, or if it's just, like, part of the design or whatnot, but the thing that always gets me about your design is the four ears. I'm sorry. Four that's, ears. that's just the thing I've, I noticed first and foremost, because you got, like, the Dad. two prominent cat ears, and then you have the two elven ears or whatnot. I, I like, I'm, I... It's honestly more aesthetically pleasing than some design choices or whatnot, but that's just the thing that yeah. I just, like, I can't but be like, why is there four ears? <laughs> I can explain. Go for um, it. Originally, my character, so Druids and World of Warcraft, I won't get too into the WoW lore, even though it is a huge special interest of mine. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, you know how Rocco is with Final Fantasy? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm the Rocco of World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... In, in WoW, druids don't have animal ears. One of okay. the, the most prominent druids, uh, Malfurion, he has like antlers and wings because he is so skilled as a druid that he has parts of the animals that he turns into mm -hmm. on him all the time. And that's a gift from the god Cenarius. Um, so my character design is that Faye was, well, <laughs> um, it, it was kind of against Faye's will, right? Okay. Uh, Faye didn't want this. Uh, um, Faye was given this gift from Cenarius as uh, a show of, of her prowess and, and how good she was as a druid but uh, didn't really feel that, that she wanted it and so for a long time she hid the ears um, mm, okay. but that's why there's four is because uh, Faye wasn't born with them Faye was given them by a god okay Okay. Yeah, you know and that, that's actually kind of still in, in my new lore, which is kind of a secret. It'll Ooh. be coming out in August, hopefully. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I won't try to pry too much when it comes to lore. <laughs> though, though the one 
aspect of the lore that I definitely wanted to uh, divulge upon is this thing that is part of like that I said in the intro what not calling yourself the aspect of love. Now I'm yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know if this is also wild lore esque like binded or whatnot, but like what does it mean to be the aspect of love? No, that's totally, I'm so glad that, I'm so glad you asked. Mm -hmm. So, in Aspect, my, my new lore is completely and totally away from World of Warcraft. I want to separate myself from that as much as I can. Okay. I have written a completely new universe. I've got probably, God, so much written for this. Okay. Um, so, uh, when the world was made, there were Aspects, right? They're kind of like gods, but not really. Um, they are the embodiment of whatever they are the Aspect of. Okay. So an aspect is an aspect of a feeling, something that's prominent in the world, and then also an animal. So I am the aspect of love, but also of panthers, uh, which is why you can see a lot of different design elements for different types of like panthers in my design. Like I've got like the snow leopard tail mm -hmm. and like spots and stuff. Um, but to be an aspect is to be the embodiment of something. Okay. Is to share and ensure that there is your aspect in the world because without you there wouldn't be your aspect so for me i'm the aspect of love um and my last name is also a huge part of my lore uh mm -hmm. star weaver mm -hmm. um which this will get a little personal <laughs> hey, hey, which i don't is, mind i was gonna say hey this is your podcast be as personal as you want it to be <laughs> so um i talked about my grandma earlier mm -hmm. um my grandma kind of taught me that people were made out of stars. Um, I think that when we're made, whoever makes us, whatever, I'm not super religious, um, but whoever or whatever makes us, we are made up, our souls are made up out of stars, crushed okay. up stars. And you have a bunch of like posts, you have a bunch of different stars in you, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say, um, for instance, my partner, um, he has little bits of the same star in his soul, and that's why we're so close and so attached, and that's why we click so much when we when we met. Mm -hmm. I think that there are people who are fated to be in each other's lives, and that's why some people just click, because the souls, the stars in your soul are talking to each other, and they wanted to get back together. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm the star weaver, because okay. love isn't necessarily just romantic, but it's bringing together friends families and lovers to find each other through bringing the stars together, weaving them back together. Right. Right. I, I was going to say like love does come in many different forms and many different yeah. aspects as well or whatnot. It's not just like you said, it's not just simply romantic. Like you have my entire heart in your hand or something. Right. Along lines that. Like, like, the, like what we're exuding right here. I can easily say, Faye, I love you. You're a good friend. Yeah. This I, is love. I, yeah. This is love right here. And this I is love. And I think that is a good thing that I can understand why you want to take that upon as like your name, like the aspect of love or whatnot. Cause I think like with the community you've developed or whatnot, you do a real good job embodying that love and giving that love back to the people within your community as well thank you i i was a shitter when i was a kid i think everybody was kind of a shitter yeah right? yeah everyone kind of was. yeah yeah everyone was kind of a shitter but i was so ashamed to tell people that i love them and having lost somebody without the ability to tell them how i how i loved them before they passed just changed me and i can't stand not telling people how important they are and how much love they deserve and how much I love them. And I think that it's important. I think a lot more people should, should be able to, I understand why a lot of people can't 
Mm. Trauma gets in the way. Fear of rejection is huge. But to be able to tell your friends, hey, I love you. You don't you don't know what that can do for them. Mm -hmm. It can change their lives. And sure. to, to be able to share that is really, really, really important and integral in my life. Absolutely. Like, I, I'll, I'll get a little personal as well. You know, I, I can easily say I haven't experienced too much loss in my life. Obviously, I, I've lost, like, you know, I, I have lost some close ones, obviously. I, I don't think I've dealt with as much loss as some people have or whatnot. But there's always, like, a couple of losses here and there to where if I just had one more opportunity to tell them how much I love them, it would have meant the world to me. Um, like, the the two that comes right to my mind is my my grandma on my mom's side. This was, I want to say, like, 2011, 2012. I can't remember exactly the, the last time. I remember the last time I saw her was 2011. But she had lived all the way up in Wisconsin. I'm all the way down south or whatnot. Right. And, she sadly like i forget exactly how she passed away but the thing that like crushed me is she she passed away while she was working like w with where she was working at or whatnot like oh. it like no one could get to her in time or whatnot and the fact that i hadn't seen her and i can't remember how long or whatnot like if i had just like one more opportunity to say i love you it would have like meant the world or whatnot and the other right. one the other one i could also say is is you know with my grandpa or whatnot on my dad's side you know, six months before he passed away, my dad brought him down from where he had lived or whatnot because he was getting to that point to where, like, he was struggling to just do, like, the bare minimum, yeah. like, some, sometimes with stuff. And, you know, like, you know, the, the time, believe me, the time that we had or whatnot was the time I wish I had with my grandma. So, obviously, immediately, like, like, the situation was already a little bit different. But, you know, the one thing that killed me was, you know, like, I get, like I said, like six months after he came down or whatnot, my entire family got COVID and my grandpa was already kind of weak enough as it was, but COVID was more or less like literally the death blow for him or what. Yeah. But I, I consider, I didn't get the opportunity to say I love you like one last time before he was taken into an ambulance to take it to the hospital. And this was back whenever it was like really strict, like you could not see anyone during COVID time. Right. Yeah. But I'll 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 say this. My dad was lucky enough to convince the doctors to get like just one more opportunity, like super like hazmat suited up more than anything yeah. else. But got an opportunity to, to get in there and spend a little bit more time with him one last time before he did pass away, which I know for my dad, like means the world to him, you know. Yeah. But, but you know, that's that's why I tried it's not solely the reason why, but you know, stuff like that is why I try to give as much love as I can to people or whatnot, because it, I know how much it means to other people. I know how much it means to me more than anything else. So that's, that's, you know, and, and for you talking about like, especially like having those people close to you that, you know, you wish you had said that I love you one last time or whatnot. Like I can only imagine how that can motivate you more than anything else to make sure that that is said, make sure that people know that they are loved. Yeah. By, uh, it was actually uh, my father figure who passed in an accident, so it was very sudden. Okay. And we had this type of relationship where every time I saw him, I hit his baseball hat, so it flew like flew off, and he was always like, <laughs> "Oh, you're such a shitter." And but we but anytime I needed anything, he was there. Like mm -hmm. I didn't even have to tell him that I needed something, and he was there. So there was unspoken love. Right. But nobody heard us speak it. Right. Everybody saw our actions as antagonistic, and after he passed. 
somebody told me, which is not true, and I've done my best to combat that, but mm-hmm. I was told he died not knowing you loved him. Oh, that's horseshit. That's horseshit. It's horseshit. That's horseshit because I took his hat all the time, fucker. Like, <laughs> you don't do that to people you don't love. Like, <laughs> exactly. But it, it, it hit me thinking that there was a possibility that he thought that I loved him any less than I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think about him all the time. I can imagine. Like you said, like a father figure, like something like that is not going to like go away easily or whatnot. Um, yeah. And I was like, also- we blew up porta potties together. <laughs> Wait, time out. You can't just drop that yes. like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that with someone you don't like? Like, come on. <laughs> now, what I was going to go to before I went off on that emotional tangent and whatnot is I imagine, like, as much as it is to obviously give, be able to give that love to others or whatnot, I imagine it must have been hard at times, especially with some of the stuff that you've grown up around or some of the stuff that you had to deal with or whatnot, to also give that love back to yourself at times. I, ma- I, I can only imagine, you know, how hard it must have been at times, but obviously, like I said, you're in a safer place now. You're in a better place now. I imagine, yeah. like, that is also something you love to personally emphasize with not just, like, you know, how you act, but also how you like to showcase yourself, how you're able to, to present yourself more than anything else. Right. Also, you said something about like loving yourself. That was probably the hardest thing to learn ever. Mm -hmm. I think like out of any lesson that anybody could possibly learn in life, being kind to others falls so short as being kind to yourself. Um, it's so hard. And once people can get there, I'm so proud because, you know, I put in a lot of work. There are still some days where I'm just like, oh, I'm the worst. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that, it, you know, it, and, and to immediately combat that and go, no, you made a mistake. It's okay. Things will change. You will grow. You might not like where you are now, but the important thing is to continue to work on yourself. Show yourself love because if you can't show yourself love, how can you expect yourself to grow? How can you expect yourself to get better without being there for yourself i there's one thing that people say that really really pisses me off mm-hmm. like i i don't like to get angry i get really angry when i hear this and and, and I'm, I'm sorry if i come across very rude when i say this um there are people who will say that you do not deserve love if you cannot love yourself that's bullshit mm-hmm. that's absolute horseshit because yeah if you're being horrible and toxic to yourself and those around you you don't deserve a relationship like a loving relationship you don't deserve this or that well that's that's bullshit because everybody deserves kindness and love in their life no matter where they are does that mean that you will deserve is just a gross word i don't think that anybody's entitled to anybody else's time nor their love mm-hmm. So if you continue to be rude to someone and they leave, yeah, you have yourself to blame there. But I think that people should inherently be loved. And I think that that's what we owe to each other is the world is so hard and so cruel sometimes that it's not hard to be nice to people. It's it's really fucking not. It, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it can be hard at first if you're if you're coming out of like a toxic mindset, if you're learning. But that's the whole point of life is to continue to grow and get better and better yourself. And part, I genuinely believe part of bettering yourself is learning how to love life and love yourself. There you go. There we go. That's wonderfully (laughs) worded. And obviously, like, 
for you, I imagine it's a little easier to be able to love life or at least like exude that love out because you've developed a good community with obviously this this VTubing stuff that once again, I want to try to get back to. Sorry, I'm no, so no, sorry. No, to be fair, do you see how far I also deviated off the topic as okay, well? Okay, okay, okay. Like we're we're in this together, all right? At this point, we okay, both got okay, our hands on right. the, At this point, we both got our hands on We'll be like, let's go this way, yeah. that way, this way. Oh, no, 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 wait, this way, this way. <laughs> but one of the one of the aspects that I also wanted to talk about, especially when it comes to the VTubing stuff, is obviously once again how you were able to present yourself with this, you know, catboy persona or whatnot, especially with some of the models you've had over the years. Now, be honest with me. With some of the first mm-hmm. ones, how how much at least when it comes to the first models and the first PNGs were like all you? Was it all you like setting up that stuff, presenting it or whatnot? So when I so I've been making art of Faye for a really long time. Okay. Uh, the first time I got, uh, I can actually send you the first Faye piece in general chat. Um, okay. But the um, if I can find it, one of the first models that I got, mm-hmm. I really, really, really wanted just anything to start because. I'm really against the idea of, like, you have to have X and Y before you can start anything. Right, right. Um, And uh, I just wanted to start. It didn't matter. I just wanted to start. I just wanted to get somewhere. And so I saw that an artist I liked was doing, like, oh, my very first PNG tuber commission or my very first VTuber commission. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sign me the fuck up. (laughs) Uh, I don't care. I don't fucking care. My first model um, was very limited. um, But it it was still, like, I was so excited when I got it. I don't think I've ever loved something that much to to be able to see this and be like, oh, my God, it's me. Right, right. Right. And I felt this way, that way with this model, too. The excitement is never-ending. Well, I was going to say, like, if nothing else, I can certainly at least say, from that first model to where you are now, like, I mean this in the best way possible, quite the glow-up more than anything else. Yeah, quite <laughs> the glow-up. Quite the glow-up, for sure. <laughs> now, A lot of people thought my first, uh, my first, like, model was a PNG tuber because of how restricted and limited it was. Mm. Uh, but I mean, it wasn't. It had full face tracking. It just was limited it was somebody's very first time right. um yeah i mean if nothing else at least you still, I love at, it. at least you were giving a person an opportunity to like really try and like execute something in the first place and i don't know if you've been able to keep up with them but hopefully they've been able to to crush it ever since and keep doing incredible stuff i actually got blocked oh okay <laughs> oh sorry anyway, that's, that's, that's the only reason that's the only reason i don't use it anymore yeah, yeah. Or, or, or or i would i would be like it's throwback tuesday it's my first model (laughs) throwback tuesday (laughs) throwback tuesday (laughs) but i i i I, i've been wanting for a while to do this now i just gotta say this Faye. i just gotta gush about like at least your current model right now because it is fucking phenomenal like jesus fucking christ like like, i imagine it's obviously been the same camp as another previous guest i've had on the podcast uh soda snub or whatnot something within that same camp or whatnot but still like goodness like the model you currently have i it's it i i love it i I cannot get enough of it thank you i'm so proud of how siku would how siku made it and Mm -hmm. snub actually made the reference which is Mm -hmm. which is why a lot of people are like did snub make your model like no but kind of um (laughs) i'll say to be fair to be fair snub made the reference and then if i remember correctly because she was on the podcast when it was around the time when this happened for like your 
stream anniversary or your birthday, something like that, has spent like 48 hours like making that reference sheet into a model, into a VC yes! model. <laughs> yeah, and then Snap just made it a model and surprised me and like sent me like uh, an unnamed zip folder and said, download this. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, okay. And, and Snap was like, but you need to record you opening this. I was like, what the fuck am I about to open? I like cried like a baby. I was like, are you kidding me? Aww. <laughs> Snap is so sweet. I, I could, I could make this podcast about how much I love Snap. Like, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've, I've already done an episode of the podcast. It was yeah. Snap's podcast. <laughs> I, 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 I loved it. That I, yeah, I commented on on that episode. Mm-hmm. I just, I love my friend. I won't gush about, I won't gush about her too much. But I, I love Snap so much. Snap is incredible. So I mean, obviously, hearing that, like she was the one that had like the reference sheet or whatnot that led to obviously the incredible model we're talking to that I'm talking to right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can, yeah. It, the, the background that you see is Snebs as well. Snebs oh, made it shit. for me. Okay. You yeah. Know, further respect more than anything else. Like, Oh yeah. I can only imagine like how, how freeing must it be for you to have like these incredible models, especially like to really be able to, to feel comfortable with how you present yourself. Oh, huge. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can really, I don't even think I can quantify it or put it into words how big it is to the confidence I've gained. You know, I used to not be able to talk to people IRL because I, yeah, this, this people have actually told me that they're afraid of how confident I am. That's all within the last year. (laughs) That's all within the last year because I have gained so much confidence in myself, in my content by being able to express myself you know how i do like that hyena cackle laugh i used to Mm -hmm. stifle that i used to not let myself laugh or clap when i was happy and i've gained so much confidence just through being able to express myself with the models that it has changed my life i've grown so much i've been able to love myself so much more like it's huge absolutely absolutely I mean, i'm glad to 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 see and hear that growth obviously like i can imagine especially since you've really gone all in with like vtubing or whatnot and like really made that like a like a major part of you more than anything else like especially going down this vtuber like journey or whatnot can you think like okay because you've only been doing this for like what a year and some change you said that's how long you've been vtubing um- yeah, about a year and some change. Um, I think maybe we're closer to a year and like a fourth. Now. Okay, okay. So like considering, like keeping that in mind or whatnot, like thinking back to like all the the big moments or whatnot, is there a particular moment or a particular stream that you're most proud of? Or like, the, even if it's just like, what's well, like the best moment for you, like the funniest moment for you since you've decided to go into VTubing? The funniest moment? Sure, we can go. We can start with there. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Um, I want to say last night. Last night's stream, I, like, almost pissed myself laughing. <laughs> um, we did a drunk Fortnite stream. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> it is. I got so many messages of people saying that is the funniest stream I have watched. Not even that is the funniest stream of mine. That is the funniest stream they have seen. Like, <laughs> I, I was just, and it was just because we were all drunk and just rambling. That's mm-hmm. right. Fair enough. <laughs> Is it okay? Um, uh, 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 <laughs> you keep going. Um, but I think I just—I don't know. I think I think what um, 
my definition of funny, what I find funny, is not what a, a lot of people find funny. Right, I think right. a lot of people find funny me laughing at my own stupid jokes. <laughs> but, like, that's what's funny to them, not the joke itself, but me being, like, a huge geek about it. Right, right. Um, But there, there was one... Um, not funny, um, but, uh, like, impactful stream. Mm-hmm. Um, where... In like three hours, they raised enough money for me to quit my job. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Just call in tomorrow. Don't go. Say you quit. You're done. And like, holy fuck. <laughs> and fact, my life has changed. I was going to say the fact you haven't been able to look back at this point, even think about like going back to that job. The fact that this nope. is, this is, this is your life now. This is what you do. Yeah. It's been insane. I've I've thought about it a couple times. There's been because content creation is so finicky. It's so up and down um, sometimes. Right, but any time that I've been like, "Hey, I'm I'm worried I might have to cut back on streaming so I can go go get a job," people will be like, "What? No." <laughs> Fuck that. Here's fifty subs. <laughs> More streams, cat boy. <laughs> I talked to my partner and I was like, I think I might get like a, a serving job a couple days. And he was like, yeah, that might be a good idea. Um, but then I realized like I'll be, um, you know, really tired and I might not have the energy for stream or I might cancel more. And I don't want to shoot myself in the foot until I see that I have to. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And right now I don't have to. Good. You shouldn't have to. You definitely shouldn't have it's to. It's crazy. I was say, especially with like some of the stuff you've been able to present with some of your streams. I will say one of the most insane things for me or whatnot was your subathon. All right, straight up that oh. the, like w when you debuted this model or whatnot, the subathon that came along with that or whatnot. Good fucking like I applaud you for doing things different than most subathons and like actually like stopping between days or whatnot, or and like yeah, just bringing that time back whenever you streamed again. But still, like fucking hell, how long was it? Like at least like thirty some odd days. Yeah, it went thirty six days over a month. Goodness, like that. Um, I was pretty much every day. Else. I did twelve hours. So. It was a it was a lot, um, and I it wasn't really even like. What's crazy? You, you want to know a secret? What's up? I have a journal that I wrote of things to do on the subathon, and I didn't even get through half of it. You're joking? No, I could have kept going for a very long time. Uh, I refuse to be the person that inflates the timer and and doesn't have anything planned like. Mm -hmm. We're if you're paying me money to be here, you're gonna get some shit for it. Like right, I swear, right. you're gonna be entertained, or my name isn't Faye. <laughs> like <laughs> if you're paying good money, why would I just? This isn't. Hold on, this isn't to shit on anybody who does this, but if right. if you're paying money, why would I just be YouTube reacting for twelve hours straight? Mm -hmm. Like we're gonna play games, we're gonna do fun shit, we're gonna do art. Because, like, I don't know, when I watch YouTube, I'm, like, not even adding anything to it. I'm straight up just watching those videos. Honestly, like, same. I get that vibe. I get that mentality yeah. more than anything else. Yeah, if I want to watch something on YouTube with, with community, I'll, I'll try to do it on, like, Discord or something. Like, we watched um a couple, like, um, what were they called? Like, ah, uh, shit. Video essays. Mm-hmm. Um, were, which were a lot of fun to watch, but I I, I wouldn't want to do that on stream. That right. would also be making money off of somebody else's content. Um, and it, it's it's hard 
we watch a couple a couple people. There's this guy named uh, uh, Kent Rollins mm-hmm. who does. Uh, he's a cowboy cooker. He's from the same state that I was born in, okay. and so a lot of his food I feel really like at home to. So when we watch those those uh, episodes or like those videos i'll i'll add something to it i'll talk about my home state about oh this is how we would cook it at home and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so uh but besides that i i tried to stay away from doing anything that wasn't primarily me for the subathon or my friends that joined me (laughs) ah free labor come here friends be funny be funny for me well i'm I'm glad you didn't mention the free labor i'm i mean i'm glad you didn't mention your friends um Glad you mentioned the free labor. Oh my god! <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, like that's one of the things I have to say. I'm also impressed with when it comes to like this this VTubing journey that you've been on is the community you've been able to cultivate and like the people that you've been able to like really become good friends with. Like I know you've been a part of several communities. I know you started and stopped with like several communities or whatnot. But ever since you've been VTubing, has it really impressed you more or less the community you've been able to develop with this? Oh my god! Yes, I am so totally in love with my community. And that, you know, people who stop by once, that's a member. Mm-hmm. People who stop by every day, that's a member. I love them. I don't, I, I don't think that I can stress enough. Like, I, there's a lot of talk in VTuber spheres about like, um, oh shit, what is it called? Sorry, I'm having a bad brain fart. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, like when you perceive a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. what is that called? Do you remember? Uh, not off the top of my head. I can't think about what that's called, but I, I get what you're getting at. Just kind of having that like appearance of a friendship when you're doing like a collaboration. Right. You're like, like Oh, I've watched you once. We're friends mm-hmm. type of thing. That and like, there's a lot of people like, who like pseudo psychological, like relationship or something like that. I don't know what exactly it's called. Yeah. But... What is it called? My brain. But anyways, um, <laughs> so a lot of people are like, Oh, VTubers. Like, um, they get a lot of that with their fans. I'm worried I do that to my community because I'm always like, I fucking love you. I'm like that drunk person. Like, I fucking love you guys. But like, that's just how I am. And, but I do, I do love them. Mm-hmm. They're annoying, really annoying. I let them be annoying. I, I tell them to be annoying. Um, I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way, but mm-hmm. I love them. Um, they, they've made me, it's hard to see your own worth when mm-hmm. you, when you're, raised in a place that tells you that you're worthless and and they have shown me um and they have helped me love myself and uh, it's incredible even even friends that i don't get to talk to very often anymore right um i don't get to talk to rocco as much as i'd like but rocco said something to me on my birthday um explaining that uh because i'm so open and i talk so often about things that a lot of people are like hush about in terms of here are the struggles that i face being an autistic person here are the struggles that i face um being chronically ill and i'm just learning to use this word um comfortably as a disabled um to talk about those things i've realized encourages other people and lets them know that they're not alone and it's okay to be these things in a world that tells you it's not Mm -hmm. And I wish I could give back a fraction what they give to me. And I think that the only way that I can is is by continuing to be myself and, and encourage people and love love people. But yeah, I love my community. 
I love all the friends I've made. Even if I don't talk to them, I think about them. Absolutely. I mean, just even yeah. like even past that, because I mean, obviously with, with that in particular, just what you've been able to, to do with like the this aspect of the journey or whatnot, like it, it's it's powerful more than anything else. Like Rocco was basically saying, like to be able to, to open up that conversation with people and right. let people know that this is a this is a thing that happens. This isn't like something you have to keep secret and be ashamed of or whatnot. There are everyday people that deal with this stuff in one aspect for another. You know, it, yeah. it, it's powerful. And I know it's not exactly an easy thing for people to learn, but it is something that if you have, don't be ashamed of it. At the yeah. End of never, never, ever, ever be ashamed of it at all. No matter if it's, if it's something that I can't even relate to, there's no need to be ashamed. Exactly. Um, Unless, like, you're going out of your way and hurting somebody, which I don't think that a lot of people purposefully do. Mm -hmm. But the ones who do, then you should be ashamed. But um, if you do that I don't purposely, that, fuck yourself. Um. <laughs> yeah, if you do that purposely, you suck. But a lot of times um, with neurodivergency, a lot of the things that are talked about are, like, glamorized. And then the stuff that really sucks are villainized. Mm -hmm. Like, um, for a specific example, would be like um, autistic meltdowns. Um, I used to get them a, like a lot and not know what they meant. And I was so scared to tell anybody because I thought I would get sent away for being harmful to myself. Like, I was so scared that I would be deemed crazy and that nobody else experiences this. And it wasn't until, ironically enough, I saw a TikTok of somebody explaining this is what I did. This is a, a meltdown that I was like, what that is? <laughs> no way. And I realized like, holy shit. It, not only was it someone, you know, talking about it, but it was another adult right. talking about, this is what I face as an autistic adult. Here is how I walk myself through it. And being able to open up about that, not just, seeing that person's video but to talk about it with my own community mm -hmm. and people tell me like hey i realized i wasn't insane whenever yeah. you talked about that like when you talked openly about how like you know a little thing it well it's not glamorous and it's not pretty but to have meltdowns but it's a really it's a part of of being autistic yeah. it's maybe not everybody has them but you know it's not something that you can outgrow without not punishing yourself for having. Right. Right. Like, I, yeah. like, like you said with that TikTok is like what Rocco was saying when it comes to how you are open with yourself. Or yeah. whatnot. It's a thing that, you know, it's just a part of that experience. It's nothing to be ashamed yeah. of at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah. Even if it can, it can be a little embarrassing to start talking about yeah. it's yeah. It's important to know that you're not alone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's, if, if it was easy, I mean, you know, it, it, yeah. it wouldn't be so hard to have that conversation in the first place, you know? Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, thinking back just like with the community you've developed with VTubing, just think about your VTubing experience so far and like think about just the art journey as a whole. Like ever since you've really gone down this path or whatnot, are you proud with how far you've been able to come along as an artist? Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Yes. <laughs> I'm so proud. I am so proud. Um... Sorry not to go on another tangent. I'm, uh, uh, I actually had a little meltdown like before my subathon. Oh, wow. I was freaking out. Okay. I was freaking out before the re debut subathon because it's ironic because, um, 
I have accomplished all my dreams. I'm 24, about to turn 25, and I've accomplished my dreams. What the fuck else am I supposed to do? <laughs> and I was actually in call with Sneb, and Sneb was like, well, is there anything else like you wanted to do? And I was like, um, yeah, I guess, but I don't think I can do it. And Sneb's like, okay, well, what? I was like, I always wanted to open a merch store. And Sneb's like, okay, let's do it right now. There you go. <laughs> and then we did. <laughs> and it was it was crazy. Yeah. Like, to, to have the idea of I want to do this and then just going, I'm going to do it. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> and boy, what the hell? And boy, did you really make that merch. <laughs> <laughs> and there was there was. <laughs> Goodness. But yeah, it was just like things that I thought I could never do. I'm doing on a whim now. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to do next. I don't. Well, just keep going. Yeah, keep. Going. I want to make music. There you go. I'll make I'll make music. That's what I want to do. That'd be cool. I want to do everything. I did. I did. <laughs> I did hear your vocal cover of uh, Hotel Room Service or whatnot that you have on your YouTube channel. To be fair, oh so shit, that one. <laughs> Oh Lord! Yeah, the meme. It was a meme. <laughs> that was a meme. I was. It was a meme. I was driving home uh, from work, and uh, I was listening. Ironically enough, listening to uh, old Nanner's vocal cover where she did like, like rap songs, okay. and I was like, it would be fun to do this. Um, and so then immediately the next song that came on was uh, Hotel Room, and I messaged my friend Zen who uh, makes music. He's a he makes music he's awesome uh and i was like hey man you want to make a song tonight right now <laughs> and he was like give me 20 minutes and then we just <laughs> it was like one night and it was just like fucking around it was so much fun it was yeah. it was a lot of fun and and it, it was a meme there's like fart noises in it like you can <laughs> yeah right i mean it yeah. was a meme but it was still music yeah, but it was still music. I want to do something seriously, and, and I also want to make more memes. I think, uh, I think high effort shit posts are some of the best forms of memes in the yes. world. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and I was gonna say, like, obviously, like you know, you're saying right now, like you said before that subathon, like you said you you did all your dreams or whatnot, like you've accomplished everything that you want to do, and yet there's still more that you're finding and still being able to do, and there's obviously more opportunities yeah. for you in the in the first place, like. Obviously, the merch store isn't going anywhere anytime soon. I can only imagine what other stuff you're going to be implementing in there or whatnot. I can only imagine the ideas oh, you're Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got a meme drop coming soon Ooh. where it's just nothing but memes. Good. Uh, Good. We got a couple more meme shirts coming out, like the I used to be worse shirt. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, this and is a then meme? <laughs> it was supposed to be meme. Well, so it was kind of in line with me talking about how I used to be a shitter. Mm -hmm. I thought about like, Oh, what would be a funny way to talk about like how you've grown? It's just I used to be worse. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, we've got like the the big sneak peek that I can I'll say is is we've got a shirt that says, um, "Please don't talk to me. I'm listening to very loud music." 
That's great. Look, I, it's I mean, a simple shirt. It's a simple shirt, but I, I also have to say, like, I feel like it's on brand if you do this or whatnot. But there has to be like a fishing hat at some point. Oh, there right? is. Don't there worry. is good. There good. is. There is. There is a couple planned good. for our next drop. Good. That's all I'm saying. I I, <laughs> I I I just I just need like the the what was it the the was it women want me fish fear me hat or whatever. Yeah, I, I need like some variation of that hat because I will have that in a heartbeat. Trust women me. Women want fish mir- me fear me. <laughs> <laughs> women want fish me fear me. Yes, let's yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll make that one. Let me write it down. There you go. That's a good one. But. Also, I was going to say, like, not just with, like, the merch store, but, like, just art in general and whatnot. I know recently you've been showing off this, like, redesign for another VTuber that you've been, like, working on. Yes, it has been like that. I actually, I was, like, kind of what we were talking about earlier. I felt like I went back to my roots. Mm -hmm. I stopped taking commissions a while ago because I, uh, again, like I said earlier, kind of a bitch. I don't like people's (laughs) ideas. Okay, fair enough. I like my ideas. And I don't like when people don't like my ideas. So I closed commissions because I was like, I'm done doing shit. I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. And because it was like taking away all my passion for art. And I was originally going to be making a like um, a, a base for Key so I could redesign outfits or I could design outfits for her in the future. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of um, went ham. <laughs> and started redesigning her on accident and i felt so bad i was like i'm so fucking sorry and she's like no 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 hold on a second <laughs> now this is what we're doing there you go <laughs> so um i yeah i accidentally stumbled into that i i i was actually working on that earlier today um it's been a lot of fun working on and it's reminded me why i love art and i realized like this the type of art that I'm doing right now, this is the only thing I want to do. That and those stupid little doodles I've been doing recently. <laughs> Hold on. The, let me send it to you. Um, they're so dumb. They're so fucking stupid. Uh, I just, I love doing them so much. I went ahead and sent it. It's let me, just. Let me see this little doodle. Let me see this. Oh, oh, once I get my phone's being a little slow. There we go. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> just like just looks like visual shit but it's so funny <laughs> they're so funny to make and like i have fun making them and that's all that matters i just want to be fulfilled and love art again and with how i've been going that's i have it's been great well good i'm glad you can be able to keep up that that love for both what you're doing in vtubing and with art or whatnot and refine that and obviously like keep going forward with that because you're doing incredible stuff with it and trust, trust me, I'm going to be sure to gush about it a little bit later. But right now, if I may, you know, you've already talked about, like, how far you've been able to come along as an artist and the stuff you want to accomplish. But for this next question, if I may, I want to go a little bit above and beyond and give you more or less the dream scenario, if I may. Okay. Let's say I have, let's say I am big shot Mr. Moneybags. I get to come to him like, look, Faye, homie, I know we can do some cool stuff. Like, we've seen the stuff you've been able to do so far. We know that there's... We know there's like a gold mine of incredible stuff. You just need that little extra push, a little extra platform to really like go to that next level more than anything else. 
We have access to anyone and everyone in whatever industry possible, and more money than it should be possible. We probably should be giving that money to all sorts of like LGBTQ uh, yeah, charities and stuff like that to make sure we help charities, somebody, yeah. yeah, to make sure we really, really help that community. We'll, we'll do that. We promise we'll do that in a little bit. But right okay, now, okay, okay, as long as you promise, we, we absolutely promise. This is not like again. We have more money than it should be possible. We can easily okay, get some of that okay. back. But right now, in this particular moment, we're focusing on you and you alone. If given this opportunity, what would be the dream Feral Star Weaver project? Are you, okay. A lore anime. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Elaborate. I have so much written. I have so, so, so much written. And I I have, I call them brain movies. Okay. But I have a very active imagination. And there are things that I've written that I have, like, sequenced out. I can sequence them out in my head, and I can, like, set exactly how they're supposed to be animated. Here's where the shading goes. Here's um, the stretch. Here's exactly, like, I have it all in my head. Okay. Okay. Like, frame-by-frame frame animations. <laughs> if I could make that a reality, dude... <laughs> It'd be awesome. I mean, I, th I again with all the money and the people possible, I think we can easily make that happen. Now, I'm just yeah. uh, just out of curiosity: is this gonna be like a single like season miniseries kind of thing, or do you have like at least no. like, five seasons planned out? <laughs> at least five. Um, the way it's going currently, I'm trying to make this a reality. Actually, okay. okay. Um, not with not with like a, a big big budget. I have uh, a friend and a dream. Mm -hmm. Um, and. We actually have some shots. Um, it's it's a uh, very limited animation. Uh, they're more like gifs compiled together, right? But what is animation besides that? Yeah, yeah. And um, the way that the lore would work and the way that the show would work is it comes out in chapters. Okay. The first season would be chapter zero, and then each chapter would then focus on a person and the relationship between characters each chapter so each season okay yeah okay you know what that sounds cool that sounds like it could be like if done correctly it could be like a true like epic masterpiece where i can only imagine with like some of these relationships you're talking about or whatnot can truly like weave together to like this incredible story that leads to this like incredible lore more than anything else yeah um I will say, kind of a spoiler for what's coming in August. But to be fair, people will forget by the, that by that point. Like <laughs> August is a long time away. That is true. Um, I'm not the only aspect. There's many other aspects. Okay. And um, something happens. Uh, it's it's uh, not my fault. Um, <laughs> totally and not your fault. Totally not my fault. And no one remembers who they are. Okay. And it's my job to remind them who they are and give them their power back because if an aspect forgets who they are there's none of that aspect in the world okay yeah. okay that the more you talk about it, the more badass it's sounding seriously it's a lot of fun <laughs> it's so cool like not to toot my own horn but god damn it's good <laughs> Look, I'll be 100% honest with you. Like, I've obviously talked to a lot of people that have done, like, a lot of animation or whatnot. Like, whether it's indie or, like, professional stuff like that. If there are any people that are former guests of the podcast that are listening to this episode, please get in touch with Faye and make this a reality. Seriously. Like, this sounds fucking awesome the more that he talks about it. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> 
Hit me up. Hit me up. I want to help. If there's any way I can to make this like possible, I want to help you make this possible because it sounds fucking cool. cool. It would be so cool. It would be so cool. It would be seriously cool. But sadly, we got to get down from the dream scenario. We got to get back to reality. I know it sucks. And I'll ask the ever so generic question. Where do you hope to see yourself, say, five to ten years from now? Um, I want to guest at conventions. Okay, that's a good start. That's a good start. Yeah. I think it would be cool to do... I want to do... Um, I, I, oh, fuck. Uh, that's a hard question. Um, I know it's generic, but it's it's hard because... Again, sorry, not to get super real here, but I didn't think I would make it to 25. You know what, honestly? So no. to think about where I could be at an age I didn't expect myself to get is like holy shit um physically i hope that i can have another like a my room won't echo so much i can upgrade my room so it sounds a little better we'll probably have a house in five years holy shit there you go um and i'll probably have my own stream room and hopefully i'll be doing some vr stuff by then we could have like vr concerts i think that would be really fun if uh I wanna I wanna save up and get um it's a little I actually don't even think I've told my partner this. Um <laughs> I really wanna save up money and get vocal lessons. I okay. really wanna sing all the time. I love it a lot. I'm just really embarrassed by it. <laughs> Look, Faye, I will be the first person to tell you you are not the only one. I cannot tell you the amount of times I've wanted to dip into singing in one aspect for another, but I've just been embarrassed because like my voice I don't in the back of my mind, I know I, my voice is, I think it's worse than it actually is or whatnot, but there's always that right. point in the back of your head to where you're like, come on, no one wants to hear you sing. Come on. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear it. Come on. But like, but like we do, yeah. they do. I want to hear you post. <laughs> I'm being serious. I would love to hear. I would, I would. Oh my God. I am so in love with singing and hearing people sing. I get embarrassed. Um, but that's just cause like. I just get embarrassed by a lot of stuff. Uh, Fair enough. But yeah, I'm I'm like, I like to act all like super confident and nothing gets to me. Nothing that I do gets to me. Things that people do for me or like, like because I've asked, I get so embarrassed. I can't handle it. Right, right. <laughs> um, but I, I, yeah, I want to sing really bad. Um, I want to sing, uh, I want to do a duet with Monty Moel. I want yes. to do a duet with Sneb. If I could convince Sneb, the my life would be made. <laughs> um, it'd be so much fun. It'd be great. I want to do karaoke with Sneb. Yeah. Like IRL. Yes. It'd be great. It would be so much fun. That would be cool. It'd be incredible. <laughs> yeah. Everything. I want to. I want to do everything. I want to try everything at least once. Ooh. Maybe not food. <laughs> I'm really picky, but. <laughs> Everything that I put my mind to, I want to, I don't want to hold myself back anymore. Like I had when I was younger of like, oh, you can't do it. So don't try. I want to try everything. Even if I'm dog shit at it, mm-hmm. I want to try. So I know if I like it or not, because it doesn't matter if you're shit at something when you start. It's like everybody, like you're going to be shit at stuff. Like you're going to be shit. You're going to be bad at stuff. Like, but don't let that stop you ever. Exactly. So yeah, I just want to try stuff to see if I like it and if I like it, then I'll get better. Well, if I go. don't, then I'll stay shit. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's an interesting <laughs> way to look at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
as we start to wind down the interview, I just have one last question I really want to ask you, Faye. Obviously, you've been entrenched in art on and off in one way or another for, for ages now, whether it be when you started off, you know, just making the, the zoo with your grandma at a Play-Doh or whatnot to like, you know, getting involved with like Neopets and warrior cats or whatnot to even nowadays to where you're, you're getting back into loving art because you're doing it the way you want to do it. How important is art, not just for you, but for the world as a whole? Oh, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be anywhere without it. Art is such an important form of self-expression um that's why it breaks my heart when people are like i wish i could draw you can mm -hmm. i promise you you can like i said you're, you're probably gonna not be that good at it but that's why you practice that's why you get better and even then why do you have to be good if you have fun making something it doesn't have to be quote unquote good it's good because you liked making it mm -hmm. and that's the most important thing is to love what you make and i think anybody that has made art can say that at some point they loved it i think everybody should be able to i mean even people who don't want to try art they look at it and they're like holy fuck that's art i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like it, art can move people art yeah. comics movies shows all of that that's art music I can't tell you the amount of times I've listened to albums and just be like, holy fuck, man, this is, oh, this is so good. Like, it art is everything. Mm -hmm. Who would we be without it? Exactly. Exactly. That is a wonderful way to word it, if I do say so myself. Uh, Faye, that is all the questions I have for you. Um, I've already showered you with a whole bunch of praise throughout this podcast, but I want to show you a little bit more because it's my podcast. I do oh. what the fuck I want. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so bad at receiving this. <laughs> well, too bad you're going to accept it. Um, anyways, okay. no. So, Faye, ever since I first even became aware of uh, of you and, like, what you've been able to do, like, I've just been I, – I loved your vibe more than anything else. I, I just love how you've been able to present yourself from, like, day one. And obviously, like, seeing how much you've been able to just already develop in a short amount of time, you know, since you've been with, like, VTuber or whatnot, it's nothing short of impressive how much you've been able to grow and how much of a community you've been able to have to anchor you down more than anything else. And, like, honestly, like, the way you've been able to present yourself, like, it, it, it's nothing short of admirable, like, with how upfront and honest and true you are to not only yourself, but, like, to the community, uh, you know, as well. Getting a chance to sit down, like, to be in, like, just regular Discord chats with you or whatnot, I've always enjoyed your presence being there, like, as well. Like, I, I enjoy being in a Discord call with you. I sincerely do. Um, getting the opportunity to have you on this podcast as well getting to really get to know like your, your story, get to know like how rough it was at times, but how you've been able to, to persevere and keep doing incredible stuff after incredible stuff, incredible thing after incredible thing to keep going forward and to keep wanting to do incredible stuff. Like Faye, it, it inspires me sometimes. Like it truly does. Like it, it you, I, I probably not the first person to say this, but you truly are an inspiration to this community as a whole. And like, we're all better for you being in it in the first place. So th uh. th thank you. Like sincerely, thank you for being yourself. Thank you for presenting yourself the way that you are. And thank you for being one of the best people to have in this community. Sincerely. Uh, I know I'm only one of like a few fans, but I know like with the fans that we have that you have or whatnot, we're going to be rooting alongside you with every single incredible thing that you do. Thank you for what you do. 
Thank you, Post. Thank you. It it means a lot to hear. Uh, I have a little like a Discord server just for myself. Okay. Uh, where whenever I'm upset or I feel like I can't do it, or even days where I feel like I just can't make it to the next day, I look at kind comments people have left me. I save them like a, a like a little book of reminding me that people care people are there and people want to see more and uh, i just want you to know that i'm gonna clip the part of the podcast and put that in there hell, hell, that it, it means a lot hell i will first off i will personally send you that clip secondly just put that Please entire po- just whenever i post this podcast just put the entirety of it in there, put that in there. <laughs> put i the might actually yeah because like <laughs> holy shit i was on a podcast yeah there you go <laughs> is this your first time appearing on a podcast that you didn't host personally <laughs> I um actually have turned down them because I really? wanted this to be my first. Really? Yes. Yeah, because I love the way I've talked about that. It's your turn. I've talked so much about like how much I love your interview style, how you handle guests with care, how you really care about the questions you're asking. I didn't want any less than that for my first podcast experience. So I turned podcasts down I'm- to be here. I'm impressed. First. I'm impressed with that. I'm honored by that uh, more than anything else. Like I, I really do appreciate that. You think that highly of me that you wanted to make sure this was the first one. Like, well, yeah. Cause I, I really trust you as like, well, one, as a person two as a podcast host and like a lot of other podcasts that I had been invited to, I didn't know them very well. And I was like, Oh, what if, what if I don't have a fun time? And then, I never want to be on a podcast again. So I knew that this was good, that this was a good idea and that you are an incredible host and I've watched your episodes and I know that they're good. And I know that you're a safe person to, to be my, my podcast first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I sincerely hope that at the very least I met the high expectations you set for Oh, this. you did. Good. You did. I've I felt very comfortable this whole time. Good. That's all I can at least hope for. I mean, it, again, it's not like I went into this conversation blind. I mean, obviously, I've been paying attention to what you've been doing for you know months now at this point since I've really divulged myself in VTubing in the first place or whatnot. So I, I I'm so glad you did. Yeah, I knew I I knew I had to at least do this interview justice more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you did incredible, and thank you so much for inviting me on it means a lot absolutely absolutely like i said before it was only a matter of time one way or another i was gonna have you on this podcast (laughs) like i'm gonna fucking get you somehow (laughs) irl or on discord it's gonna happen exactly exactly now if people want to you know get to experience this kind of true self that i've been gushing about this entire time or whatnot go ahead and plug yourself for the people at home Oh shit. Okay. Um, I'll give like the same thing that I give all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. My name's Faye. We've kind of already gone over that. I'm a <laughs> cat boy on the internet. Uh, I'm the aspect of love. Love is the most important thing. If you want to follow me, if you like what you've heard of me here, you can follow me on Twitch. Uh, I'm pretty much everywhere. I'm Feral underscore. There's a couple random mobile apps that I play that I'm just Feral. Don't worry about those. <laughs> you could just ignore those. Or you can invite me to play, but keep it keep it hush. I don't need everybody to know about my farming games. Um, 
Um, I'm feral underscore on Twitter, Twitch. Uh, if you want to, you can join my Discord. I, I'm in there all the time. Like probably after this, I'm gonna play League of Legends on my Discord server. There you go. There you go. Keep up that toxicity, baby. Uh- oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sorry, guys. This whole podcast was a lie. I don't love people. I don't love love. I love salt, and I love flaming people in League of Legends, and I want to make people uninstall. <laughs> fuck the people. Smile. Fuck the love. We're gonna go in. <laughs> We're gonna destroy. The people. <laughs> Yasuo mains fight me. <laughs> there you go. And if, With you your mi- lips. <laughs> and if you missed any links or whatnot, I'll be sure to post them in the link down in the description below. I got you covered. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's go. Especially, especially that merch shop. I'm definitely gonna make sure that is one of the things you, that's going to be in there. So <laughs> thank Cause, you so much. Cause, Cause like, I, I'm probably going to leave this in from whenever I did the intro or whatnot, but I'm dead serious guys. Like, e- like memes aside or whatnot, this shirt is fucking comfortable. Please get this. Good ass shirt. <laughs> Only the best for my people. Exactly, exactly. Do you have any <laughs> final words before we sign off? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, for those listening, um, do something tomorrow and today and every day to make the world a better place. If that means the fuck doing something for you, you're part of the world. You need to make it a better place. You need to make your life easier and make the people's lives around you easier. Um, Have love in everything that you do. I know it's really hard, but you can just start by making the world a better place one act at a time. There you go. There you go. That is wonderfully worded if I do say so myself. With that, all I have left to say is for the people at home, hasta luego, mi amigos. Did I not say this was going to be an incredible episode? (laughs) Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. If this is your first time listening, I greatly do appreciate you sticking around to this point. Um, Like I said before, uh, Faye has been someone that I've been wanting to have on for a good while. I was kind of hoping for a certain situation to arise, but, you know, we talked about in the podcast, things happen, but it's all good. We still made it happen, and we still had an incredible conversation. Um, Faye, if you've made it up to this point, seriously, thank you so much. Like, thank you so much for all that you do, but especially thank you for the interview. This was as fun as I was hoping for it to be. <laughs> I I cannot thank enough the people I've been able to have in this community and to, to consider close friends or whatnot. Um, you know, I was honestly thinking about this on the drive home today. Uh, if it really wasn't for this podcast, I sincerely don't know, like... I don't know how I would be able to be friends with half of these people. Most of the people that I've been when it comes to the podcast. Seriously, if nothing else, like it, it's truly made me really appreciate the people I've met along the way. Before I even started this podcast, I wouldn't have known what a VTuber was. So that 
takes out most of the friend group that I have anyway. Um, and obviously, like, you know, the artists, like, uh, the ones that Tipsy has introduced me to, just to help just me, Tipsy alone, it, it really, it really makes me appreciative of this journey evermore. Uh, I know I don't get to talk to everyone that I've had on the podcast. I don't get to talk to everyone that shows love and support for the podcast. But let it be known that I cannot thank you guys enough for sticking by my side and being an integral part of my life because I sincerely don't know where I would be without you. Um, you guys help me. You guys really help me power through some stuff sometimes. You guys help me pick myself up whenever I feel sometimes at my lowest. And. Like I said, I really cannot thank you guys enough for, for just being there and continuing that love and support. I try to give it back as much as I can, but I know I'm not perfect with it. But regardless, you know, like I said, I cannot I cannot thank you guys enough for being there and continuing this love and support. Um, kind of like what we talked about in the podcast with Faye, you know, I cannot tell you guys enough how much I love you all. I love you all for being there, for showing me that love, and for truly being a part of my life. Um, thank you so much, and hey, let's keep it going, right? <laughs>